So it's kind of weird calling it Falcon and the Winter Soldier and not Falcon and the White Wolf, right? So yeah. maybe he has a relapse or maybe... I don't know um, if he could have a relapse, though, because because um, we saw at the beginning of this episode, like, um, Io cured yeah, him. exactly. And even but, Zemo yeah. saying the words out loud when he walks in, right? He doesn't react. Yo, I was so scared when that when he first said that. Like, I was so cool, though. Just yeah, seeing, it was cool. I think he's such a great character. But maybe, the, you know, the title of the show, potentially, probably not. But, you know, maybe Walker's the Winter Soldier now. It's going to take some time to just get used to like doing a full on marathon with like each individual episode, but it'll fly mm-hmm. by. Like if I do it on WandaVision, like it's not going to take too long because the episodes are like half an hour to 40 minutes. Yeah. 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 That's the difficult thing with this one though, right? Cause they're all like 45 minutes, so I know. 50 minutes, but you know, I don't know. That's what we asked for though. We were complaining about how short the WandaVision yeah. episodes were in it's better now so oh yeah it, it feels like a full like tv show episode you know like it feels feels more you know yeah thought out i don't even know if it's that it just feels more full there were some wandavision Definitely. episodes that were like a little too light too quick yeah yeah exactly and like even though the episodes have been like much longer like there's been those cliffhangers as well that just keeps you wanting more um mm-hmm. They, they've done a really good job with it. And I think the directors on this one, like I think they've done like Game of Thrones as well. So they're yeah. used to like more of like a longer form of, of show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's just jump right into this then. Sure. Welcome, welcome back to Unlimited. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below as well. We're also on Spotify. Follow at Unlimited Pod on Instagram as well. I got a great guest today. Matt Mallard, Ryerson Sport Media student, big Marvel fan. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk about everything that we're going to talk about today. I'm pumped. Yeah, we are very, very pumped for this one. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's my first breakdown um, reaction or any. This is my first time talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't done an episode wow. on, on Falcon yet. Uh, so this is exciting. Four episodes in. But uh, it's about time. So we're going to be talking episode four. Lots of stuff went down. Also going to touch on some general Marvel discussions uh, later on in the show. Um, I'm excited to hear what Matt has to say about Marvel. I know you're a big Marvel guy, but I haven't ever talked to you about it, really. Like, all I've heard is that you you really know your stuff. Um, so I'm excited for this. What have, what have your thoughts been on Falcon and, and Winter Soldier so far? I, I've really liked it. I think, you know, from the first scene of the first episode, that kind of grounds you back in, you know, the real world, kind of where they left you in Endgame and uh, Far From Home as well. You know, compared to WandaVision, you know, that show takes, you know, a couple episodes to get back into, you know, the real world that yeah. they had established over the 20 films, right, or 20 plus films. And for this one, you know, they put you right back into it and you're still feeling the effects from these characters you've been with right away are been with for forever now right yeah like sam like bucky and even roadie too in the first episode right i mean i i love it i think it's it's really well done uh it looks great you know the action's good but it's not too much right because there's a lot of story and there's a lot of you know emotional connections to previous movies and previous things that have happened and i think they've done a great job in in tying it in with you know the mcu yeah yeah, and like the action, like I think in in this past episode, 
like keeping track like how many action scenes do we have and i believe there was three three in total in this episode but it was mostly story and they've mm-hmm. done a great job of developing um Cam- uh, sam and bucky as characters since that last scene of endgame and that's the scene you were talking about at the beginning of this series with uh the voiceover of old cap talking to sam giving him the shield um so yeah that just sinks you right back into what sam was feeling in that moment and how important that scene was and that really just set the tone for this entire series they're deciding what happens with the shield where um does the legacy of captain america go now that steve rogers is we don't know where he is but he's yeah. not in this series yet um so it's just where the direction of the shield is going to go from here um so yeah like i put this question you know at the beginning of the show too just to because because i, I want to know what you think of it compared to wandavision and i've heard you know many people say that you know wandavision is it's clearly still the better one but then if you think of that like maybe it's just because it was the the show to come out before so like we have higher expectations and that one did extremely well in terms of ratings um oh, yeah. so it, it is hard to you know make a, a comeback it's it's tough to come on after like Elvis um, is like the, the saying. Um, so where would you rank this compared to WandaVision? Uh, for me as an overall show, I think I hold it better uh, above WandaVision. I, I think WandaVision was a great show. I thought it was, you know, a totally unique idea in terms, you know, for the MCU to start and, and say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to set this, this little area they're in this little reality that, that Wanda's created for herself. We're gonna give you two episodes of this two and a half episodes, you know, before we show you that something is up. And I mean, you know, something's up, right? You know, something's changing that, you know, they change throughout the decades throughout the episodes, right? Yeah. But then, you know, they establish that reality that she's created. And you don't know it's, you know, is exactly what it is to start. No, but I think I, I thought that was really cool, right? And I know a lot of a lot of fans and a lot of viewers kind of dropped out after the first couple of episodes. For sure. They didn't wait till the end, right? Because they thought, oh, I don't like the sitcom theme or, you know. But for those that stick around, you get the massive payoff at the end, right? And it, you know, it opens up and reconnects itself with the MCU going forward. And, you know, she shows, I, I, I think she was in Sokovia at the end in that little cabin right near. I yeah, could be maybe. Wrong. I we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. But in terms, like, Compared to to this show, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think this one, this one feels more like a, a mini series. You know, the other one felt like a TV show. This one kind of feels like right, like it's going to be a four hour movie that's just broken down into six episodes, or I think it's six episodes. Yeah, right. Or is it is it a six? Yeah, I guess four hours, maybe like between five five and six hours. Yeah, long. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Honestly, I, I, yeah. It it feels like a movie, right? The way it's yeah. the way it's shot and the way it's done. I loved Wandavision, right? But it was you know that that TV show and that sitcom thing that kind of takes you away from the MCU right. feeling of it. But I liked it. Um, but for comparing right. the two, I'm gonna hold Falcon and the Winter Soldier above. Interesting. Think, okay. Personally, yeah. I well, I I agree with you. Like, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier is like a better overall production of a show, and it feels more like a, a typical MCU event, uh, content, movie, whatever you want to call it. Um, and WandaVision was smaller, but I don't know. I feel like, like, I think um, like week to week, there was a lot more speculation, obviously, and more talking points about what was happening in WandaVision. But that's also just because it, w- it is a mystery. 
and we didn't really know what was going on and everybody wanted to talk about that. I'm not feeling that exact same way with Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's still a, t- a ton of questions, but I think also just like the theme songs, what they did with WandaVision and, uh, the set design and the Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany did, they did a great job with that show. Oh yeah. Um, but, but then again, the show is great. I think right now at this point of the series of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm still going to hold WandaVision higher. Hey, that's um, fair. But mm-hmm. I think by the end of it, I could be completely changed of, of opinions there. Um, but but we'll see. I, I really enjoyed WandaVision, but Falcon and Winter mm. Soldier is is very close there, and and Loki apparently is going to be insane too. Yeah. Um. We'll talk about that a little bit later, I'd say. Um. But yeah, this episode, episode four of of Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, it left us with one of the most iconic photos, I guess, in the entire MCU. Um. So we're just gonna get right into what John Walker did and. Uh, nobody really likes John Walker, you know, ever since he's been uh, introduced as the new Captain America, like just his face is so punchable. Like nobody really likes <laughs> yeah. this guy at all. Um, say you saw Sam's reaction to it in the first episode and then Bucky yeah. in the second episode, like we really are team Sam and Bucky. We don't want a new Captain America and we, we want Steve Rogers back. Um, and what he did, you know, throughout this episode and, you know, um, messing up Sam's discussion with Carly and and then at the end of this episode where he ultimately kills one of the flag smashers in the middle of the streets in, in Latvia was just, you know, it's something that Steve Rogers would never do and goes against what, you know, Captain America stands for. Um, so, yeah, let me ask you, why do you think john walker did what he did um and do you do you agree with with what he did at all well to answer your last question no not at all right like like you said everybody hates sorry everybody hates john walker right yeah from the moment he came on the screen nobody's for him that i've heard yet i don't know maybe there's someone there's someone (laughs) right maybe some crazy comic book fan loves the character and you know just wants to see him stick around yeah but uh you know in terms of you know asking why he did what he did or you know i thought it was really cool upon rewatching it you know this morning um i noticed and i didn't notice the first time watching when um lamar was killed right when he was sent into the beam by carly or the the pillar sorry and he was killed as uh john walker was you know realizing that lamar was dead the winter soldier theme started kicking in yes playing as he was losing as he was snapping right and that's that that Bucky Winter Soldier theme, right? And we've seen it throughout the show so far. Whenever he has those little flashbacks, or wherever there's a callback to his time as the Winter Soldier, and his his mind kind of bending, right? That theme plays, and when that happened, and when he snaps, that theme plays, and we know he took the serum, right? Yeah. And you know, as it's been said and stated so many times before, that serum amplifies, you know, your it, it amplifies you. It brings out yeah. the more of you, right? Yeah. So now it's kind of brought out that loose, edgy, you know, reactionary person that we've seen without the serum. And it's now amplified that, right? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have that, you know, character that Steve had. And now we're kind of seeing potentially sort of a Red Skull-esque, right? Taking the bad attributes and amplifying those and now killing him at the end, right? That parallel to when Cap uh, put the shield through Tony's suit, right? Instead yeah. of killing him, he just 
took the suit out, right? Broke the yeah. arc reactor. And now John Walker's done the opposite and took the finishing blow on the guy, right? Yeah. So I think it's pretty neat. Yeah. And then it's going back to, you know, that discussion that Lamar had with the John Walker in the scene prior when they were, you know, mm -hmm. talking. I don't know where they were, but um, he was saying that, uh, well, Walker asked him, first of all, like, would you take the serum if you had the chance? And Lamar's like, hell yeah, like, doubt, I, I yeah. definitely do it. And, and his explanation was kind of what you just said. It, it just amplifies who you are as a person. And mm -hmm. it just gives, it just makes a person more of themselves. I think uh, it just gives them more power. Um, and I don't know, like throughout John Walker's storyline, I never really sensed that he would turn into this, you know, killer um, or he would end up doing this act. I thought, you know, he was trying his best to be the best version of Captain America. And he, he wanted what was best for, for America. And he wanted to just do what was right. Um, but then, yeah, ever since he took the serum, it just completely changed him. But, or, mm -hmm. or he was just always like that. But we just hadn't seen that yet. I think, obviously, Lamar's death really just triggered him yeah. a lot. And I don't even think Carly like knew that she could, you know, punch someone that hard and, and kill mm -hmm. him. Uh, so it kind of caught her off guard a little bit. It seems she took off her mask and that was weird. Um, yeah. But uh, I feel like maybe, you know, just to play devil's av advocate a little bit, maybe that's how you can kind of see some reasoning to what he did. Like he just lost his best friend. Um, he, uh, you know, obviously this is one of the flag smashers who they're trying to, you know, get rid of and, and kill, but um, yeah, I just don't agree with it still. Like, even yeah. when I say that, like, it just doesn't make sense. That's not Captain America. Steve Rogers would not do that. Um, especially in the middle of a street on like a monument. Um, it, yeah, he just wouldn't do that at all. So yeah, it's inexcusable. I, yeah, exactly. And I mean, kind of going back to when you first see him in the locker room, right? Yeah. The first thing he talks about is, you know, his biggest trait that he shows in that discussion with Lamar and his, his wife or his girlfriend, I'm not sure. Um, you know, he says he's scared that he won't be able to live up to Captain America and what Captain America is, right? And I mean, I think it's later in the episode as well when um, Bucky and Sam are walking along the road and they're in the truck and they come up. I think it's Bucky asks him, you know, if he's ever jumped on a live grenade, right? Yep. And he says, yeah, I do it all the time. You know, I put my helmet over it, right? But there's the difference, right? Between him and Steve. Steve sacrifices his life for others. Whereas, you know, he's not necessarily shown that he's the one to put himself on the line. Yeah. And, you know, he says in that scene, I don't want to try to replace Steve. I'm not trying to be Steve. I want to be the best Captain America, right? But the thing is, like, Captain America was it Steve is the Rogers, best Captain America. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The best Captain America you can be is Steve Rogers and all the traits and attributes that Steve Rogers possesses as a man, even before he had the serum, right? When yeah. he was just a little guy at the uh, military uh, training camp, right? Yeah. And I mean, it it, it kind of shows the differences between them, right? How how Walker sees what Captain America is versus what Captain America was before, and what actually made him Captain America. So yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. I think it's really cool to see the parallels and the differences between the two, and how people you know, that don't know Steve personally, how they think and see what Captain America actually is, right? Right. Yeah, that's good. And, and like, it, it goes back to, um, 
to Zemo's discussion with Sam and Bucky at the beginning of the episode too. Like he's saying like, yeah, but there was only one Steve Rogers. They were talking about mm-hmm. the serum and stuff. And, um, and you see it in Sam's eyes. Like, yeah, he's right. There's only, there's only one, um, Captain America. And, um, you see that, um, and like, I was talking to my, my dad about this too. Like, um, the difference between John Walker and, and Steve Rogers and even Sam and Bucky in that matter, like the way that they fight as well, like they're fighting to defend and not to kill. Like you see the way that Sam and Bucky were fighting in this, in this final scene, like it didn't look like they had the intent to really kill anyone. Cause they still didn't really know what was going on. They wanted to make the flag smashers good and, you know, um, try and save them, save Carly and turn her good. Um, but John Walker and um, Lamar, they were clearly, you know, fighting to kill. And that's not what Captain America or Steve Rogers is all about. Um, so that's the clear difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I guess what, what we can go to next is like, what's just going to happen with, with John Walker? Mm-hmm. Because we don't know, like, is the government going to like, be okay with this at all like do they like do they even know that he has the serum because so sam saw um john walker like bend that i don't know what it was it was like a pole or something yeah and then kick the flag smasher into the wall um and that must have been like stunning to him like he said like what did you do yeah um but still does he really know that uh that john walker took the serum um and what's the government going to think of that? Are they going to arrest him? Are they going to keep him along? Is is he going to be forced to retire? What do you think is going to happen to Walker? Yeah, uh, it's interesting because you keep saying government, right? Because he's under the control of the government. And that's the exact opposite of what Steve wanted from, yeah, you know, exactly. towards, right? And he says it throughout, you know, oh, the government, or I work for the government. This is a job, right? It's a job for him. It's not like, you know how Steve had it where he could do whatever he wanted or the Avengers could go out and do right. whatever they wanted. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of comes back on the government, which means he probably would have had to have been deployed there from the government. So it's kind of on the government that he was there and his actions are on the government. Okay. Right. Well, that's, that's how I see it. I don't know right. if that's actually what's going to happen. Right. But I mean, the, the fact that he keeps stating, you know, he works for the government and always tracking Sam and Bucky through the government. Um, I, I think it, it's kind of going to, if anything, it might cause, you know, turmoil amongst, you know, the population of, you know, citizens and stuff like that. But I, I think in terms of, you know, retiring him, I don't know if that's going to happen. He might go, you know, and say, oh, he was justified in his means because they killed uh, Lamar, right? Right. The United States government might come out and say, you know, they're a terrorist organization or they're, you know, a radical organization or something. And then, you know, justify his means or yeah. his his actions so i think it's going to play out that way and yeah. i don't think there's going to be necessarily repercussions from the government uh on walker himself okay let me throw this idea at you what if john walker takes accountability for his actions in the next episode and even though the government says all that stuff and they're defending him but john walker sees what he's done, um, sees how much, um, how many people were filming and the publicity, the bad publicity that he's now getting. He wants to do things right now. 
mm-hmm. um, and he just turns the, gives the shield to Sam and Bucky, knowing that you know he's caused too much trouble here. I I don't know, like that might be the only way for John Walker to have like a a good decent end to his storyline, mm-hmm. um, and like make us kind of like him in some way, um, but. Other than like, I don't, I don't know what the negative outcome would be for John Walker. Could he, I don't think he's going to get arrested. I think like maybe he could retire, but what do you think of, of just the positive uh, ending to this? And he just turns the the shield over to Sam and Bucky. Yeah. I mean, Hey, if they go that route, it works, right? If they find a way to kind of round out his character arc and, you know, he turns into that guy you know, that Captain America needs to be the, the, you know, sacrifices himself to do the right thing. And I mean, you know, however many times Steve had done that in the movies, right? It seemed like every yeah. movie he was yeah. in, he was trying to sacrifice himself. Um, I think the end of John Walker's arc, no matter how it happens, I think he dies. I don't think, I think, I don't know if it's going to be Zemo who said, you know, he still wants to end the Winter Soldier program, the super, the super soldier program. I think, you know, either he ends him, Bucky ends him, somebody's going to kill him. I think that's how it ends. Bucky? I, I okay. I don't know about I don't know. Bucky. I uh, I can't the, picture one of Sam or Bucky doing it. Yeah, I think it'll be Zemo. I think will be right. the I think that would be the best outcome if you were gonna kill him. Yeah. Um but I, I think definitely if you wanna if you want to redeem the character and put him back and say, you know, before you finish the show, because I don't think this is a character that carries on past the no, show. No, I don't think so either. Right? Yeah. Uh I think I think that's a great great decision if that's the way they want to go with it but i think in order to really round him out and make him you know a good guy by the end of the show i think he needs to to die really okay yeah uh i guess it's so tough, I, feel, right? I feel like you you can't just like there has to be um because because he's at like the lowest point right now mm-hmm. john walker so if you kill yeah. him at the lowest point it's not going to be meaningful at all it feels like it's just too quick Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. So I think he has to either give the shield back or join Sam and Bucky and try and find some good. And then Zemo can come in and kill him. And then I'll feel like it's more satisfying. Oh, sorry. Right? I didn't mean like, I don't oh. mean he's going to die like in the next episode right away. I, th- I meant, okay. sorry, All by right. the end of the by show. The end of it. My okay. bad, my bad. No, no, no. Oh, I, think yeah. you, I think you said that too. I just misinterpreted it. Um, yeah, that that does make make sense though yeah i could i could see at the at the very end like in a final battle or whatever he dies because yeah i agree with you i don't think this is going to carry on um throughout you know the other mcu titles i don't see him being in in this past the falcon Warner soldier Mm -hmm. um so the next question i got here is how do sam and bucky reacquire the shield and i guess we kind of touched on that like is there a chance that Walker just gives it to them? Um, because we've seen the trailer footage, like the trailer footage shows Sam and Bucky at Sam's house. I think mm-hmm. fooling around with the, the shield and ha- they're having discussions about it. Um, what do you have any thoughts on how they could, ca- could get it back? Kind of like what, kind of like what you said, maybe if he turns it over, right. Yeah. I think something's got to happen to him, you know, to, to give it back either, I think, you know, in some sort of redemption, you know, maybe he's dying or he's giving up himself in some way and he gives it to him and said, it's not mine, it's yours. You know, Steve said you should have had it or whatever. And then, you know, right. maybe Sam takes it back and, you know, finally accepts, yes, it is his. 
Steve yeah. gave it to him, right? I, yeah. I can't see them taking it from him. I mean, like stealing it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a theft thing. I think it's going to be a proper passing it on or giving it back to him, a proper return to Sam. I don't think it's going to be, you know, an unearned, not that, you know, taking it from him would be unearned, but I think it's going to be a more, you know, big moment in the show as opposed to, you know, just stealing it. And then, you know, he's got the shield back. Yeah. And they've had the discussion about stealing it too. Like in the plane, like Bucky has said it to to Sam, but I don't think Sam wants to be a part of that at all. Like he's given it away. I don't think he wants to steal and get it back. You know what? I think, you know, as you were talking there, do we get another appearance from Rhodey? And does he have anything to do with, with the shield getting, getting back to them? Cause you know, he was at that ceremony for cap earlier and he had that discussion. He had that one scene and that was it with Sam. I feel mm-hmm. like he's got to come back again and maybe he has something to do. Maybe he says something publicly like this is not, you know, right. You know, he should not be holding the shield anymore. Um, so I could see a situ- situation where um, Rhodes, um, James Rhodes, Rhodey helps Sam get the shield back. Could, yeah. Could potentially happen. Maybe just like, yeah, a public appearance or a statement out loud saying, Hey, we're demanding, you know, this guy step down. He's not who we thought we he is, or he's not who we thought he is yeah. or was. I don't know. But yeah, yeah definitely. That, that would be nice to see Rhodey come back. And then, um, and then I guess just hopping back a little bit to, um, to what could happen to Walker, a bit of a darker ending. Like, what if he kills himself? Like, he's just at the lowest point of his life, and he doesn't see, you know, a way he can come back from this. He just lost his best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even if they do arrest him, too, I could definitely see a good reason why he did, he could just want to end things for himself, which would be incredibly sad. And I, I don't know if if Marvel would ever make a scene like that yeah. or show that, you know, Disney Plus, like, I don't yeah. know. Um, but uh, just throwing it out there, it could it could happen. Yeah, I mean, the closest we've got to that in the MCU is, well, actually, we did see it with um, Rumlow in uh, Civil War right at the beginning where he detonates the bomb in uh, Lagos on himself. And then also at the end of Civil War with Zemo where he tries to shoot himself, right? right? So they've definitely gone down that path. I don't think they'd make it as dark as you know, it, it would be, you know, for someone who is that low, right? I think they'd show it off screen if they were to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that. But like, like we said, right? Um, I think they're going to try to do some sort of character rebuild. Build up. With, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, th- I don't think if this, this will be the end, that'll be, you know, right. the turnaround and then he's just done. Right. I yeah. think, I think, I think that would be the best way to go about it. I hope so because like, I want to see John Walker do well, I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. even though nobody really likes him, I think, you know, he can, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for him. Yeah. And I mean, you know, at the end of it, you know, he's essentially a victim of the serum, right? Like he was, he felt that that is what he needed to be Captain America. And when he got, you know, when he got his ass kicked by the Dora Milaje, yeah. Right? He said, you know, he was sitting there with a the shield and he was looking down and he was upset, like so visibly upset. And he says, you know, they weren't even super soldier. He's mm-hmm. like, they were just, you know, normal warriors and he couldn't beat them. So, you know, yeah. he's already down on himself thinking, 
he can't be Captain America without the serum. And now he's taking it and it's just amplified the wrong exactly. attributes and the worst attributes in him. Yeah. I'm curious, when did you know in this episode that he took the serum? Because there's like a couple of moments where he's like twitching <laughs> um, yeah. and stuff like that. What was the moment where you're like, oh, he took it? Well, I didn't notice right away too, because when he's when he's on his own and he has the shield and he throws it into the wall. Yeah. I didn't, that didn't register in my okay. head right away. Right. I just mm -hmm. thought, Ooh, he's going to go up to it and he's not going to be able to pull it out. Right. And as he's going up to it, he's doing that, like that weird twitch thing with his shoulder and his head as he's like, he's just, it's still going through him. Right. He's still getting used to it. Yeah. And then he pulls it out of the wall and I was like, Whoa, what the heck? And it wasn't until he bent the, the pole around the guy's yeah. hands where I was like, Oh man, he took it. And, yeah. you know, Sam goes, what did you do? And they actually draw attention to it, right? And then the second time watching it, I'm thinking to myself, man, how did you not notice that? <laughs> like, he just put the, the shield through a concrete wall. Yeah. Right? And then he, he it was didn't even realize point. he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was when I noticed uh, yeah. the first time. I, I think it was around there, too. I, when, he, when he threw the shield into the wall, I was getting more suspicious. Like, oh, I don't think he mm -hmm. could have done that before. Yeah. Um, but uh, even when he... Uh, first busted into um like zemo's house with uh, with lamar i thought he could have taken it then because then mm -hmm. he put the shield down and yeah. i thought like oh he took the serum like sam doesn't know what he's getting into now with this fight like why else would walker yeah. put the shield down um but uh but he didn't take it then and yeah like the the fight with the door melage like he he had like um the, the spear from the Dormelage stuck in in his shield and he yeah. couldn't pull it out. And then the Dormelage came over and just like yanked it out like it was nothing yeah. and flipped the the shield up. Um, and yeah, I guess that was the moment. But then also the discussion with Lamar helped that helped him uh, to, to do it yeah. as well. Um, I guess another reason why Zemo could be the one to kill him is because um, because now he is a super soldier. And mm -hmm. Zemo's whole plan is to to uh, to kill all of them and not have any more super soldiers in the world. So if he knows that um, John Walker is now uh, a super soldier, he's going to want to kill him for sure. The weirdest thing for me, and I, I just thought about it now, like while we were talking earlier, yeah. um, the show is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? But they established that Bucky is no longer the Winter Soldier. Like they established that he's not that anymore. So I'm wondering if Bucky has a relapse at any point during the show or if, because like they call him the white wolf now, right? He's not the winter soldier. Right. So calling the show Falcon and the winter soldier is a little, it's a little weird to me because he's not the winter soldier. He's not, they've established that. You know, that's a very good point. I haven't heard this yet. That's, right. well, I, that's, I just, <laughs> that's really, really true. Because like even, even, uh, is it IO? I think it's AO. Yeah. AO, yeah. 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 She calls him the white wolf, yeah. right? And even Sam calls him the white panther, <laughs> right? Yeah. And nobody calls him the winter soldier except for Zemo when he's, you know, and he's putting on the act in, uh, right, in um, Manjapur. Uh, uh, yeah, know. right. Exactly. Right? Manjapur. Yep. Man and, uh, right. So it's kind of weird calling it Falcon and the winter soldier and not Falcon and the white wolf, right? So yeah. maybe he has a relapse or maybe. I don't know um, if he could have a relapse though, because because um, we saw at the beginning of this episode, like um, Io cured yeah, him exactly, 
and even but, Zemo yeah. saying the words out loud when he walks in, right? He doesn't react. Yo, I was so scared when that when he first said that. Like, I was so cool though. Just yeah, seeing, it was cool. I think he's such a great character. But maybe they you know the title of the show potentially, probably not. But you know, maybe Walker's the Winter Soldier now. I was just gonna say, right? Like maybe. And, and Zemo keeps saying, oh, my screen went down. Zemo keeps saying, you know, he wants to get rid of the Winter Soldiers, and he's not he's not killing Bucky. But he kills uh, the doctor, right? Who yep. was creating the serum or who had created the serum. So now you can't make any more. He Maybe destroyed Walker all of the serum. <laughs> and even think about it, right? He has that Winter Soldier theme song playing at the end, right? When he breaks. Yeah, this snaps. guy's on to something here. You're on to something. <laughs> it's like maybe he's the Winter Soldier. Because I, I don't know if I'm missing something or if I'm just forgetting the title card. There's nothing related to Bucky as the Winter Soldier, but it has the Captain America shield on it right uh, and, right and the wing yeah. i think or something but, um no i think it's just the shield i don't i don't know if i can't a remember yeah so yeah. maybe maybe they're alluding to someone else as the winter soldier because they keep saying bucky isn't and they keep driving that point home okay. right every yeah. episode they've kind of referenced oh i don't work like that anymore that's not me it's out of my head in wakanda and then they show that they try to reboot them and it doesn't work so maybe, I don't know. I think that would be cool. That's a really good point. I can't believe I, I didn't think of that at all, but it makes sense. I think, you know, when I read the title Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, yeah, it makes sense. He was the Winter Soldier. That's what they called him. Um, and that's the name that people know him by too, right? Mm. Um, it's not called Sam and Bucky. It's not called Falcon yeah. and Bucky. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But yeah, it's, it's interesting, but I could definitely see the possibility of of walker turning into the winter soldier now i i really could and the music like you said playing like these are all good connections yeah it's such a cool score too yeah i mean one thing that's weird though and i I don't understand as much as you know bucky's been in the media he bombed the un at one point everyone that's what everyone thought they knew his name they saw his face he's up in the museum right in the in the um, Steve Rogers for, Museum, yeah, right, yeah, he's all over that, but nobody recognizes him, right? When he goes on that date with that um, woman, you know, she, he, he doesn't acknowledge himself as, you know, no one seems to recognize him like they yeah. do Bucky, and he seems to want to be keeping it that way. Is it because I, of I the haircut? Is it the haircut? Yeah, maybe because <laughs> the hair is not as long, right? But I mean, I just found that weird how nobody recognizes him. Yet everybody knows Steve Rogers' face, right? And every, like, I don't know. That, that um, was just weird to me. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, but then, like in Madripoor, I think everybody knew kind of who he was. Um, yeah, that's right. True. But then, but yeah. then Zemo also had to even like say that, like as they were walking by people, he said like Winter Soldier or something. Yeah. So maybe that's what got people's attention, and it wasn't Bucky's face. Um, but but yeah, you're you're definitely right about that. Like, how don't like the people in Latvia? How don't they really know him? Mm-hmm. Um, well, even like one guy in in Madripoor goes like, "Oh, you got a haircut or something?" Yeah, car. new haircut. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe I it is maybe weird. it is the hair. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I I guess that's the reason why you know Bucky's not the Winter Soldier anymore. New look, new cut, um, new yeah. arm. Um, so so yeah, maybe. But uh, but then we saw when. Uh, when John Walker and Lamar came up on them, people started recording on, um, I think there's like two people talking and like started filming. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but 
But then again, that's probably more so for for John Walker and not so much for Sam and Bucky. Um, mm. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, but that's a really good point about the winter soldier. And I think that could make a lot of sense. And, and then honestly, I feel like if John Walker goes full winter soldier in this series, maybe there is a reason to keep him going, um, past, past this series yeah. as well. If he doesn't die from, from Zemo, which, which, which could make a lot of sense too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's probably what could happen. Maybe, uh, maybe John Walker teams up with the power broker at at some point. Yeah, uh, he 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 figures out what's going on in Madripoor, and because um, he's you know one of the only people with the the super soldier serum, so mm-hmm. maybe the power broker wants a a mascot for him, and yeah. he, he he joins him. I I don't know how many dark intentions are really behind Walker right now. Yeah, but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there. Um, we're we're talking a lot about Zemo. So, where do you think Zemo went um, after he escaped? Um, I think he like he like made a hole in his bathroom and went yeah. through the sewers. Uh, uh, I think Sam said he like pulled an El Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, where could he have gone? Like, I'm I'm thinking maybe Sokovia because because of that one shot in the trailer of him, like looking at the monument, I think, or like a memorial of, of maybe something that happened in, in Sokovia, like the, um, from age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, and Bucky like points the gun at him, right. In the trailers he drops all the bullets. And then, yeah. yeah. I honestly, I, I was thinking about that earlier today and I, I was, I have no clue where he went. Yeah. I, I, I think that's kind of cool. Not knowing and you just get to wait and see, yeah. you know, He's such a cool character. Yeah. Because his entrance, his entrance whenever he comes back will be quite something. And we know that the Dora Milaje are going to be looking for him still. You know, if Mm -hmm. if he's still in Latvia, they're still in Latvia. So they're going to be searching the streets for him. Um, Were you surprised that Zemo was so rich and like had all these, you know, uh, well, he has like the private jets and the the clothing as well like his family his family was royalty he said yeah were you really surprised by that i was when i first saw it but you know then i started thinking about it everything that we knew about him you know his name's baron zemo he was an ex-special ops you know ex-special forces right and he was like a kill squad and you know i just i i was surprised yeah yeah i just never thought about it but i mean i guess it kind of makes sense right all the ability to do everything he did in civil war right i mean i I thought it was pretty cool though you know not just being you know some some low guy with no resources he has a reason to have all these resources right right yeah i'm gonna take the other side on this argument i think because i feel like it was really cool in civil war how it they just made it seem like it was just an ordinary guy that wanted to separate the avengers and he could just do it um, you know, with no power, with no resources at all. And the one, like, I, I don't know if it's a continuity error, but he would like in civil war, when he was flying to Moscow, like he wasn't taking a private jet. Like he was, he wasn't flying first class. Like he was just taking a regular flight to Moscow. And and now he has That's a private true, jet yeah. in, in this, in this show. Yeah. Like, 
I I don't know. And like the like he had to stay in like a a hotel room there, and I, he was getting room service. So I guess maybe he's got a little bit of, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of dough, a little bit of cash. <laughs> um, but I, I I thought it was really cool how in Civil War it just made it seem like it was just a a guy who lost his family in Sokovia and wanted to do something about it. Um, he I don't think he used like too too many resources in that movie other than um, the book, but he he had to like break into the guy's house to get the book. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the the first villain in the MCU that I guess, you know, was as close to just a regular guy as we've had. And then to take on all the Avengers and, you know, pull them apart and actually win. Yeah. Right. He was, you know, he was the first guy to win before Thanos. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he was just a normal guy and he did it so well. He knew how, how he, you know, needed to do it. And, you know, his drive was there and I, I definitely agree with what you're saying that that doesn't make sense that he was, you know, <laughs> flying in just a charter plane and yeah. now he's got all these resources. Right. I know I, it threw me off guard at first too. I feel yeah. like it, it is a little bit of a, and I don't want to say with Marvel because I do think Marvel does everything for a reason. Like, even if we think it's a cop out, like there's some reasoning that's going to come back in later movies and stuff like that. But I feel like maybe they just needed some way to get Sam and Bucky to Madripoor without having to cross borders or because, yeah. because if Zemo was to cross the border, like he can't because he's yeah. in jail. Uh, so they just needed a way to get there somehow. And they're like, Hey, Zemo is yeah. rich now. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, but I, I let's hope not. Let's hope they do it for a reason. But uh, yeah. um, speaking of, of Madripoor and what's going on there, Sharon Carter says that it's, you know, it's crazy over there. now there's a lot going on ever since they killed, um, is it Ziegel? No, Ziegel? Deagle? I don't know. It's something, something. Yeah. yeah something Daigle? 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 Maybe. I don't know. I, don't I know. can't remember. <laughs> the guy who created the uh, super soldier serum. Uh, oh, Nagel. Oh, Nagel. Nagel. Nagel, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Uh, yeah, ever since Zemo killed Nagel, uh, it's been crazy there. Power Broker really wants the serum back, mm -hmm. um, but there's no more serum after Zemo killed it or destroyed them all. Um what do you think is going on with Sharon Carter? Do you think she's actually working for the power broker or do you think she's on like some other kind of mission? She definitely has some sort of weight there, right? She lives in high town. She has, you know, finances of some sort. Yep. All the stuff we've seen her, her place that she brought them to. And even when she gets there, she kind of nods at the guards too, right? She kind of gives them a little nod like, hey, yeah, you know who I am. Let us through. Yep. And she definitely has some weight there to throw around. And the fact that, um, you know, once they leave, she gets in her own car with somebody else that's driving her, right? Like she's a pretty high up person if she's got someone working for her and driving her car around for her. And she says, hey, we got a problem, right? Yeah. As they leave. So there's definitely something wrong there. Um, yeah. But yeah, in terms of working for the power broker, yeah. I mean, maybe she's she's shown that she's not you know trusting of them she's helping them out but she's also tracking just john walker right so what if she now thinks you know she needs to get john walker because he now has the serum in his blood, exactly there you go right? teams up with the power broker yeah yeah that could that happen i yeah. i don't know like so sharon carter i guess right after civil war what she was saying is that she had to go on the run Mm -hmm. um, we don't know exactly how long she's been in Madripoor for, but it's probably, you know, around 
what civil war is 2016 and now it's 2024 so like seven to eight years around there yeah because they said six years ago was when bucky was in wakanda and that was right. 2018 so yeah about eight years yeah 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 that's crazy um and then i think from what i've heard um she was snapped she was dusted so she yeah. was gone for five years um i think like there was a screen in on in Endgame with showing her picture gone. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, but she still had some, some time, three years around three years to really develop herself and make a name for herself there. Um, but I still don't really believe that she could be working for this guy. Um, um, or that's like her, like she might be working for the person, but I feel like, she's kind of just intruding his plans and she has something bigger that she came there for. I have a feeling that Nick Fury is working with, with Sharon. I think Ooh, Nick Fury, nice. Nick Fury and Sharon Carter obviously had that relationship kind of being yeah. built up in winter soldier and Fury was, you know, trusting of Sharon to protect him in Steve Rogers' apartment. Um, she, uh, he assigned her to watch her, uh, him um, as, you know, Bucky was on the run trying to kill him. Um, or Hydra, entire Hydra was trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like after the events of Civil War, like, I don't think Fury um, would have been completely... Um, like out in the dark of what happened in that situation, even though he wasn't in that movie, I think he knew what Sharon had done, what Sam had done, what Cap had done, everyone had done. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to make sure Sharon was okay. I don't know if he's in space at this time or if he's still on, on land, but I feel like they kind of teamed up together and maybe Fury sent um, her to Magipore to, to, to do something, to be on a mission. Um, there's also the possibility that Sharon Carter is a scroll. <laughs> yeah, you never know anymore. Anybody could be. Yeah, and and Nick Fury is also, you know, a scroll. scroll. Well, not not yeah. Nick. Well, Talos. Someone guess, is right? impersonating or, him. Yeah, Talos exactly. is impersonating him. So, and we don't even know when that started, right? That that could no. have been at any point from. I think it was after Age of Ultron. I don't think like you know the, the the fury in the end credit scene of Infinity War with Maria Hill and when he got yeah. dusted. You think um, that was Talos? I think it was Talos because uh, and I think Maria was also the scroll because mm -hmm. in that scene she called him Nick, and if you watch like Captain Marvel, Fury said that nobody ever calls him Nick; it's just Fury, and the way that she called him Nick in that in that scene makes it seem yeah. like that yeah. wasn't the real fury and that wasn't that's a good point Maria. yeah i didd I'd so. never noticed that that's a good that's a good show yeah so then that's how you know when he's so but the thing with that is though that means that the real nick fury wasn't at tony's funeral unless he came down from space to just attend the funeral <laughs> yes yeah, i think that might have been him but at the same right. time the I think it should be him. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, he was introduced in Iron Man 2, right? I think if they find a way to make it so that's that that was him. But at the same time, in Far From Home, uh, Talos says, well, 
Fury, Talos, right? Oh. Says to Spider-Man, he goes like, I was trying, I would have talked to it at the funeral. I didn't think it was the right time. Yeah, you're right? smart. So yeah. That, that wow. would have been, that would have been Talos probably. Unless, you know, he just told him. Yeah. Or he knew that Fury was there. And right. He knew that, you know, Fury knew he was leaving and he didn't want to, you know, get acquainted with him when he wasn't actually going to be around for him. That's true. Yeah. So, Damn, this know. is such a big like mind boggle. Right yeah, you now. can't tell. You're just never gonna be able to know, right? Like because... even when we think we're onto something, like there's always another reason. Or like <laughs> they could have done something where they switched positions at this time and yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's another pretty cool uh, theory though. Um I'm lost. Where are we? Okay. Uh, predi- <laughs> predictions for, for next episode. Um, we we talked about Walker's side. Um, we talked about the shield. Um, what else do you think we could see happen in, in next episode? And if you want to jump to the finale too, go ahead. What do you think is going to happen? I think we're going to meet the power broker at some point. Okay. Um, in terms of John Walker, you know, we kind of discussed it. I, I think yep. the best would be to, you know, have him sacrifice or put himself on the line for the greater good. Yep. Um, in terms of the shield, though, we've heard both Sam and Carly say, you know, separately away from each other that the shield should be destroyed. Sam talks to Bucky and says, maybe I should have destroyed it. And Carly says to, you know, her flag smasher goons or, you know, her friends, she says, you know, that, sh- that symbol needs to be destroyed. It's an old symbol. It's, you know, they've forgotten about us. That's no longer what that symbol means. Um, yeah. In terms of the finale, I think something's going to happen between, I think Zemo is going to go back to being Zemo. Cause like throughout this show, since he's been reintroduced, he's kind of had that Loki style of character, right? Uh, oh yeah Loki, not not Loki. Loki, you know yeah right? i know yeah yeah, right? yeah. So, uh he's been you know that villain but they have to break him out and they have to trust him and they have to use him he's never given them a reason to trust him but they need to trust him right yep. so he's kind of given me you know those sort of vibes whether or not his story ends in this show i kind of hope not i like i like zemo and whether or not they want to get you know the legion of what is it thunderbirds i think oh, it's something something evil the legion of evil or something oh he, i don't know something like that he's like the leader of them i don't know i think it's the thunderbirds i think that's what i've heard oh, i don't know who the thunderbirds are. maybe okay. yeah, i think he's I the know. leader of the thunderbirds in the comics okay yeah. yeah and then like whether or not he goes on and he becomes some you know some other big character down the line because i mean you know with, with wandavision you know it kind of left us on a big cliffhanger, right? Yeah. Um, Agatha was was bound to the city, and the real Vision took off somewhere. We didn't even see the we didn't even see Vision at the end of the show. He's out there somewhere. It's a big cliffhanger, and it sets up something later on. So that right. might be the same with this show. We might not get a definitive stories over. It could be you know a big setup for the movies, you know, and going forward. Um, I was also wondering what if what if we see uh, Loki get involved with the power broker in some sort of because we don't know who that we don't know who the power broker is, right? I think that would be pretty neat, but we also don't know what kind of version of Loki we're gonna get, right? But in terms of the end of this show, I think it's gonna be not a definitive end. We're gonna have a lot of stuff set up. I have no clue what it's gonna be. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But I think I think John Walker dies. I think Zemo. Zemo gets away yeah or 
fuck he lets him go. Okay, yeah, maybe. Because, um, you know, he dumps the bullets. He's, he's got the gun on him, and he dumps the bullets out of his hand. Um, and Unless that's just, like, a cut scene that, like, yeah. will only be shown in the trailer. And, like, yeah. I don't think he kills him in that sh- in that sense, but maybe maybe something else happens in that scene. And, I mean, they do that all the time, right? Marvel's done that with trailers so much, you know, showing something in a trailer that's just not just doesn't happen in the movie. I remember in Infinity War, it shows a ton of people, including, you know, the Hulk and yeah. it's Iron Man flying in in Wakanda and they're all charging, you know, kind of through the trees and stuff. But that scene is nowhere to be found, nor are those characters yeah. at any point on screen together, right? Yeah. So they've definitely subverted expectations before. But in terms of how the show is going to go, I got I got no clue. And I'd love to hear what you... What Honestly, you yeah. Like, well, at this point of the show, like... They could go various different paths and like the whole like the real story here is just what's going to happen with the shield i think and moving on past steve rogers but there's so many ways you can go with this like we don't even know like the actual plot of this show and we're you know heading into the second last episode like are they is is carly really the villain like is is the power broker the villain is um sam and bucky gonna team up with carly to beat the power broker because we know the power broker is after carly she uh he wants her dead um zemo the villain um what's going on with sharon you know um Mm -hmm. the the whole like money situation with uh (laughs) with sam's house like um there's so so many things but like yeah i think the plot that i'm leaning towards is that um like like sam obviously thinks that he can get through to Carly and they had a great discussion in this last episode. And I think that if it wasn't for John Walker busting in, then maybe uh, Sam could have got Carly to, you know, hand over the serum or destroy it um, and uh, stop killing the people that, that she was killing and, and just stop her, her mission entirely. And he would help her help her out and help these other people around the world. Um, to you know fit in more and to to uh to make it a better place like carly was trying to do um just because sam said like he agrees with um her fight but he doesn't agree with how she's fighting it and i think sam could really come in and and help so i think that's what's going to happen i think um i think uh maybe i don't know if it's going to be at the start of the episode but Maybe at some point in this episode, we see another discussion between Sam, Carly, maybe Bucky's involved, maybe some other more of the Flag Smashers are involved, um, or even potentially the Flag Smashers get captured by the Power Broker and Sam and Bucky have to go rescue them. I yeah. think oh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good call. I think that's a way for the flag smashers to really gain the trust of Sam and Bucky, obviously. And if Sam and Bucky know that, um, you know, and Sharon is in Madripoor as well. So, you know, there's a connection there. If um, she would know if the flag smashers were captured and where they would be captured. And I think Sam and Bucky would, could ultimately go save them. And, and that's how they kind of join forces. And that's how Carly becomes good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see that happening. Um, as for Zemo, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I don't think like he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna die. Um, he's gonna yeah, go on past this series, and 
I believe it is the Thunderbirds. I looked it up and I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not seeing like any definitive answer for what it is, but I think it's the Thunderbirds that he puts together. Um, I, I'm not sure like what that is, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be the head of something, I would think at least. Um, but but does Bucky let him go? I don't know about that. That would be uh, that'd be pretty crazy. And like just the whole like, um, Bucky and, and Zemo's bad relationship in civil war and how it's coming like full circle now. And Bucky's okay with letting Zemo, you know, run free, uh, would be quite something. And yeah, maybe they become friends by the end of it. Um, but then I would also think maybe Zemo gets involved in that battle that I was talking about between the power broker and, um, Sam Bucky and the flag smashers. Um, and yeah, um maybe roadie gets involved there too we see like a full-on that'd be cool end game cool. <laughs> battle yeah, yeah uh, another another massive battle and you got you know the dora milaje there as oh well. yeah you're right right so Jeez. many characters that have been introduced it's like a three-way fight you know the dora milaje they want to kill zemo <laughs> it's like uh, a big zemo anchorman the, fight scene <laughs> yeah it, it's gonna be pretty hectic and then and then just ultimately by the end of it i think we will um figure out who gets the shield they showed um you know, with Sam going in to talk to Carly, right? And trying to de-escalate the situation. It's exactly what Steve would have done. It's the same way that, you know, Steve would have handled that situation. Going in alone, you know, trying to, you know, be empathetic towards, you know, her situation and how, you know, he doesn't necessarily understand her exact situation, but he can relate to it. Try to de-escalate her, no violence, you know, no weapons, no nothing. He goes in alone, right? Pays yeah. her, lets her pay her respects gives her her time to pay her respects and then comes in afterwards when everyone's gone. That's exactly how Steve would have done it. Right. Yeah. I think we see him with the shield at the end of the, at the end of the show. That'd be amazing. I, yeah. I want that to happen. I really do. Um, another, maybe like dark horse candidate um, could be, Oh man, I forget his name. <laughs> I forget his name. Um, uh, to Torres Torres. Yeah, I, uh, Sam's uh, like secret agent or like yeah. his, uh, his go-to guy is wingman. Um, but we haven't seen too much of him. So that's like a really far-fetched one. But you know what? Maybe he comes comes back in one of these uh, last two episodes because I think he was a good character. Um, I don't think Sam has forgotten about him. He was mm -hmm. the guy who introduced Sam to the Flag Smashers idea and showed him the, the hands, right? So yep. he's got to be back. I think in the comics too, if I, if I'm not mistaken, I saw it uh, this morning. I think, yeah. I think I got the right character. Uh, when Sam takes on the Captain America mantle in the comics, Torres becomes the stand in Falcon for a while. Oh, okay. I believe I, right. I, I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. Not, not for sure. But I've heard something like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be pretty neat. But at the same time, I think Sam is, you know, Falcon, right? I don't think yeah. you can make him Captain America. But you know, he can be both. You know, he can yeah. he can have the shield and, and yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Because um, there's that one scene in the trailer where he like throws the the shield and he still has his Falcon suit on. Mm -hmm. Um, um, do you think we get another appearance from Isaiah Bradley at all? Could he come in to to join the battle as well at the end? Um, or, or maybe maybe his son too. Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, the uh, the super soldier. The uh, oh the right, yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. yeah, they definitely have to tie him back in. I mean, I I don't think you can have that scene and um, 
and and not you know reincorporate him at some point in the show i think he's got i think in this episode in the next episode uh fifth episode i think he makes a reappearance okay. absolutely for yeah for sure okay. you can't not have him you know show up and have that massive you know altercation on the street not not massive altercation but you know yeah that fight on the street between those two arguing back and forth and how you know how strongly sam felt about it and how you know the history that bucky talked about with him yeah i definitely think he'll have some sort of appearance at, at some point yeah i think so too um i think his son in the comics is is a superhero too mm-hmm. so maybe we see something with him as well maybe he could be a part of like the young avengers um moving forward potentially i don't i don't know um um what else was i gonna say um yeah, I, I think he he could definitely join the the final battle too. Um, oh, apparently there's a um, a new character coming in to the show in the next episode. I don't know if you've heard this, but there is um, someone coming in, and my guess is the power broker because it makes sense. I don't really know who else is is yet to be introduced, but the director has said that there is going to be um, a new character. And that there's going to be a scene that makes us cry as well. So it might be a bit of an emotional episode. Um, but he said that this character, oh, he no. would really like to see um, paired with Thor in an upcoming Marvel movie. Um, yeah. So, okay. I, I don't think it's someone that we've already seen. And I, I'm not that familiar with the comics at all. So I don't have any guesses to who this is. I Paired feel like Thor. Yeah. Someone from the comics, I would assume that could, or actually it's probably has nothing to do with like the character he plays, but maybe just like, um, their personalities could, could fit. Oh, okay. Maybe. I was going to say the only characters I feel like that would maybe pair with Thor are beta Ray bill. And then maybe Adam Warlock who they've kind of, Adam Warlock. Wow, imagine. I was, I was thinking about that today. I mean, if you were going to introduce him, you know, infinity war they would have had him around for infinity war because in the in the comics he was like one of the biggest characters for the infinity gauntlet series okay and they introduce him in guardians 2 and he's just yeah Yeah. and they haven't done anything with him and i know in in end credit scenes before they've kind of hinted at storylines and just done nothing with it like when thanos was first introduced when he at the end of the avengers when he's sitting um on his you know throne in space and the the his minion says you know to challenge the avengers is to court death right that's kind of like hinting at in you know the comics thanos's whole thing was he was trying to impress death who Lady was death, you know, a right? woman right yeah. and you know maybe you think you know okay well that's that's the story they're going to go with but they changed it right so maybe i, I don't know if if they don't kind of bring adam warlock back it's it's kind of just weird i mean maybe he'll be around in guardians 3 maybe but. I'd, I'd hope so. I think yeah. that's such a big character to just for sure leave out. Yeah, like I think that that storyline is definitely going to happen. There's, I think there's a couple other ones that that like we will get answers to, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to touch on a, a couple of them in a bit as well. Um, but I don't know who this this cameo could be. Maybe maybe Warlock. Maybe I don't know. I feel like that's yeah, that would be big, so right? weird. Yeah, that would be I think so that's too weird. Big for a, for yeah. a TV show, though. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like this cameo is going to happen, and it's just going to kind of go over my head a little bit because I I'm not like super knowledgeable about the comics, so mm-hmm. I don't 
really have a good guess as to who this could be if it's a new character being introduced. Um, my best guess is the power broker, and it's hopefully a good actor. And maybe the actor does have some fireworks with Thor uh, in a future movie. Maybe the power broker is a character that we're familiar with. You know, that would and be that really came cool. In, that came into power during the snap or the blip, I guess they call it, right? Yeah. Um, but because I'm I'm pretty sure they mentioned, you know, he was around, or I think I think it's he because they showed his face, yes, sort of his eyes. Um, Did they? But, they showed his eyes. Yeah, there was like a, there was also in the credits, I believe they have this like weird thing, uh, where it says like the power broker is watching, right? And it's like four sets of his eyes just like stacked on top of each other like layered like up and down wow. like a weird little thing okay i'm pretty sure it's a man I, hey i could be wrong i don't i don't know but i've um, definitely seen i've seen the power broker is watching thing in, in the credits yeah for sure yeah uh, so I, I think that would be if it's a character we're familiar with or if it's a name that we know from either comics or just other marvel movies in the past i think that would be a cool kind of tie-in i don't know who it would be but that'd be really cool um but but i don't know and then and then the emotional thing too like yeah. some, someone's probably gonna die i would assume <laughs> right or uh it's not Maybe. gonna be sam or bucky it's not gonna be Sam. oh bucky. what if it's what if it's sarah uh sam's sister man yeah i because she's already been carly, drawn into it right Car carly carly kills her like she she already threatened uh her her and and her kids um yeah that would be really sad um especially because sam said that um he he wouldn't let anything happen to her or, or the kids ever right yeah and and the last thing he said to her was pack a bags and take the kids and get out of here right and that was it so maybe they're gonna get intercepted by somebody or the power broker or something i don't know he's Jeez, whoever this, it is the show's gonna get good man like, yeah the last two episodes things. they're it's gonna be nuts something's gonna happen because they i feel like they have to introduce the power broker in the next episode before you can't just introduce a character in the last episode and you know yeah. have everybody you know expect everybody to just fear this character i think if you build it up over the second last episode and then you have the last episode finale i think that's the best way to do it but that's what we were hoping for in wandavision too. yeah I know. yeah <laughs> we just never got the cameo it was just Paul I know. <laughs> yeah uh -huh. yeah uh yeah oh man it would be really sad if if sarah died because like she's such an innocent character but that's why it'd be so emotional yeah. though because we just wouldn't expect it and it, it would hurt uh sam um who we care a lot about um i mean sarah sarah has yeah sorry sarah has all the all the the reasons to kind of side with the flag smashers right she's against sam and every aspect of their arguments and you know she's saying you don't know what it was like during the snap you don't know what it was like for us here um everything that you know carly preaches is you know we can have one world united everybody's helped nobody's nobody has dropped off and forgotten about and that's how sarah feels right she feels like yeah. she was forgotten when her brother left off and just left the problems behind and now he comes back saying that he can fix it when in reality she knows he can't yeah. so i feel like what if what if what if she becomes you know sympathetic to, uh, towards the flag smashers or something like that and then and like, she ends up just caught in a crossfire or anything like that yeah, well, so if she sides with the Flag Smashers, that means the Flag Smashers wouldn't be the ones to do it. It could be uh, the Power Broker or John Walker. Yeah, I think he's going to go nuts. 
I, I hope he goes nuts. Do we want to talk anything else about Falcon? Any other predictions? Anything else you got? I don't want to jump. To oh, hey, head. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I had some notes, but we've, we've covered a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. I, I think Carly's going to come around. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have anything more to say. I feel okay. like that's all it. I, I think I'll, on it, last thing I want to, I just think, I think Carly has a great vision. Like yep. the idea that, you know, that they all saw when the snap occurred, you know, one world came together and they all, you know, there were no, there were no borders. Everybody helped each other and, you know, everybody was together. And then all the people in power come back after the snap and the world changes. And then the people are left to die or left to starve and left to suffer. And yeah. the people that were there to see it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think she's going to come around though. I think so too. It's definitely good intentions and her mm -hmm. intentions aren't really to kill unless like she has, but I don't think those are her main intentions. Um, she's mm -hmm. just doing it because those people are in the way of her plan. Um, yeah. yeah um, I think the last point you said before being cut off, there was uh, John Walker's just going to go crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. He's going to go nuts. I think he will. Yeah. He'll go nuts. Uh, and that, that should be, uh, I don't know not cool to see but it's going to be entertaining to, to see oh, what yeah. happens with with him yeah. and it's going to be a great great two uh two episodes so mm -hmm. um a question that uh was kind of brought up in the the first episode of this show what happened to old man cap and you know we saw him at the end of end game giving the shield to sam um but we never saw like a a death we never saw a funeral is there any hope that he is still, you know, in the current MCU timeline? Uh, there's no real answer to this, but like, what, uh, what's your opinion? Like, where do you think he could have gone? I don't think he's around anymore. I don't know if he died or he's gone back to his, you know, alternate timeline or whatever it is. Um, I don't think he's around. Um, I, again, in, in watching it, rewatching it again today, Sam is talking to just Bucky and, uh, or no. Yeah. Uh, when Zemo's there as well, they're on their plane and they're talking about Marvin Gaye and they talk about Steve in past tense. He, every time he said, every they bring up Steve, it's past tense as if he's no longer around. He said, Oh, Steve loved Marvin Gaye or oh, yeah. Steve, Steve would have done this or, you know, it, it seems as though he's not around. And I think that's kind of the smart thing to do. If they want to do a little cameo here and there, or just one cameo, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I think that's fine, but I have a weird, I've had a weird kind of idea for a while. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> hear it. <laughs> so first, I don't think he's around anymore. I just want to say that. Um, however, this is, this is really dangerous. This is a really dangerous thing for Marvel to kind of mess with if they ever go down this road at all, but they've shown they can do it and they've shown they've done it in movies shown it in Endgame, instead of, like like they said, instead of pushing them through time, they pushed time through them. Look what they did with Ant-Man. They made him, or look what they did with Scott. They made him young just like that, right? They right. can, they have the technology and Banner's still around. He can do it, right? Nothing, he's still alive. They have the technology to make someone young again. So I think like I said, a very dangerous thing to mess with because then you just continuously go on and on and on with these characters. <laughs> you can do it with anyone, yeah. You, exactly. you undo what you did in Endgame, right? And giving him his 
his happy ending and he's done his write-off, his happy write-off into the sunset, right? But I don't think he's around. I don't know if we'll see him again. I think I think he's earned his 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 finale. I think it was so good, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I um I think like there could be a, a chance that he's um he's not dead. Um just because we haven't seen like a definitive, you know, anyone say that he died or mm-hmm. uh, no, there's no funeral. And I feel like there definitely should be a Captain America funeral um, if, if he was to die. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe Sam and I don't know if Sam and Bucky, maybe, yeah, maybe Sam and Bucky both know like where he is um, and they're just not telling anyone Um I don't think he's on the moon, which is brought up in the first episode. Yeah. But, you know, maybe he is in space. Maybe he's in space with uh with Nick Fury. Uh but I, I've kind of already said another Nick Fury theory in this one. So it's probably not I can't be two for two on that. Um <laughs> I I don't know, maybe he did go back to his his old timeline as well. Um but then again, I'm all I'm always thinking like how is um how is captain america like um like so old or like look so old when when he came back in endgame because even though um like well i guess bucky is a little bit different but bucky is like 104 years old but he doesn't age like his like he doesn't look like he's 100 years old um why was captain america like so um like looking looking old i guess in in that final scene of endgame i didn't really understand that the way i understand it is with bucky when he was found by the nazis or hydra i guess it was hydra right yeah um he was kind of brought off ice and put back on ice every so often to do a mission right so same with the winners the other winter soldiers in civil war they're preserved as they are because they were frozen and put in sleep, right? So they don't actually age. They're just kept as they are. So with Bucky, it's like with Bucky comes in, you know, throughout the decades and here and there for a mission, right? And then he's put back under to preserve him for whenever they needed him, right? So, and then with Steve, when he goes back in time, right? He lives on from 1945 till, yeah, that's 2024 or something, 2023. 2023, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's that makes sense, yeah. And then the same right. thing with Isaiah Bradley, then too. Like that's why he's, I guess, I don't know when he was given the serum, but maybe when he was younger, he was given yeah. the serum, and that's why he's aging um, mm-hmm. because he's not kept under ice. So yeah, that ma- that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I mean, they even said like he fought Bucky. Isaiah fought Bucky in fifty one, right? I think nineteen fifty one or sixty one or something like yeah. that. So yeah, true. He's been around for a while. Yeah, or, I don't even know when it was, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like to see an answer to this, though. I think they can't really, you know, just give this a loose end. I think they have to be, yeah. Maybe by the end of the series, they there's a reveal or an end credit. Actually, I don't know about an end credit scene because that normally means it leads into something. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe at the end, we just get like like one sentence. Um, Sam and Bucky happen to be talking about Steve's funeral or something like that, and. And they just say like one sentence and then it's like, oh, he died. And then maybe, maybe something like that. I, th- I think, uh, I feel like Steve's funeral has to be a big thing. I feel like you save that for a movie. True. If, if you're going to kill him, like, oh, just imagine. Well, no, I mean, like, it's not, 
it's not a like they don't show a funeral in this in this uh, show. They just you just hear like one sentence that them talking about it as if it already happened. Like they say like, oh yeah, at Steve's funeral, like this happened or something. Uh, they just mention it. Oh and yeah, then that, like and then that's it. Happened. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. Maybe, um, and yeah. then just to give us like closure that it's over. Um, yeah. But they don't make a big deal out of it. They just say that, and it still like hits us, but it's it's yeah. subtle. Um, maybe but, there's your big emotional scene in the next episode. Maybe, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. I don't know if it'll be that emotional, like because we we kind of assume that it could happen. Like he that he's already dead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you're right though. Um, but uh, Chris Evans, he could be back in another future Marvel title. Apparently, um, they've. I think he's in talks with Marvel about coming back in a in a I, movie. Hey, hey, do it. Do a Cold yeah. War Captain America. Ooh. Yeah. I'd be all for that. Him living his life through that would be sick. I I think that's probably what they would go for because yeah. I don't think they're gonna continue it like in the current timeline. It would have to be um, a flashback or yeah uh, yeah. They're they're moving on like they're they got so many new things coming and I think having those older guys still around. I feel like Thor is the one you keep around. I think with how well Ragnarok did right. I think he's the one you keep around. Um, like they got so many. I don't want to say replacements, but. Like they have She-Hulk announced, right? They have uh, Miss Marvel. Bishop. Yep, Kate Bishop. They also have Ironheart announced, mm-hmm. um, right? So, you know, just kind of moving on, like you mentioned earlier, the Young Avengers, um, and then even uh, Wanda's kids, right? Yeah. She had that little moment at the end where she could hear them calling out. So, she's looking for them, uh, trying to figure out a way to bring her kids back. And yeah, I don't know. That's a good segue into to the next question I got. Um, speaking of Wanda and, you know, the end of WandaVision and stuff, people are saying that, you know, well, she's in Doctor Strange too. We know that for sure. Yeah. What's going to be her role in that, you think? Do, do you think she could be the villain in, in Doctor Strange too, or could she team up with him? Uh, um, I don't think she'll be the villain just because of they've already made her out to be the villain in WandaVision to start. And she's had that redemption, you know, sort of finding herself and sort of fighting off that, that evil that she was doing within the city. And she's already righted her evil. Um, mind you, she looked pretty evil at the end of yeah. WandaVision, you know, freaking out the way she did twitching and all that stuff. But um, the dark hold she's reading. Yeah, the dark hold. exactly. Yeah. So whether that has anything to do with like Mephisto or something like that going forward uh, in the multiverse, uh, movie with Doctor Strange, but she might be, you know, sort of tempted in in a sense. Um, but at the same time, I don't think she'll be the main villain. I yeah. think Mordo is going to be the villain. Um, they already kind of showed that he's already started on his his little path of removing all the sorcerers from the the world, right? Um, I, I think I think uh, I think she'll be a good a, a, a good guy again. Or, yeah uh, protagonist uh, yeah i think like i don't think she's going to be full-on villain i think um like maybe the plot is you know wanda she hears her kids calling she has to go through the multiverse to try and you know find her kids mm-hmm. doctor strange you know notices like what she's doing and he wants to stop her from doing that because she's you know causing ripples in time or um 
you know, time loops, whatever mortal was talking to Dr. Strange about in mm-hmm. the first, uh, Dr. Strange movie. Um, maybe there's a situation where, um, uh, Mordo tries to like lure Wanda onto his side. Um, because, yeah. because Dr. Strange is trying to stop what she's doing. Maybe Mordo's like, no, do it. Like you want to find your kids? Like I'll help you. Yeah. Um, and they kind of team up against him. Um, I think, is it nightmare? I think he is, a, is a rumored villain in, in Dr. Strange too, as well. So that could be like an entirely different plot then. And that would mean Wanda will probably be good. I don't think Wanda would be a villain then if they were to fight like a bigger being, mm-hmm. I could see them teaming up against him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two different storylines there. I, I think both of them are possible. I don't want to see Wanda a villain. I know yeah. it in WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think they're done with, they should be done with And If they want to go that route, go for it. I think, I don't, I think they'll do it well. Right. But I think they have to have a really good reason for her to fall back into that again. Right. Yeah. Cause she's already had that whole getting over her grief sort of thing that kind of turned her before. So it would just be interesting to see um, how they go about that. If they choose to go down that route. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, another character that, you know, is, is an OG character that, um we saw die um and i've been on this train for a while i think she's still alive black widow black widow scarlett johansson um natasha romanov uh she dies in endgame on vormir after sacrificing her life to get the soul stone um i'll say my theory first and i've been saying this for you know a couple years i i think I've, i've been saying this since I remember watching Far From Home with my friends and we just had like a giant Marvel discussion after this because there's like a big gap between Far From Home and like the next movie that was coming out. So like we're talking about like what could happen. It's like Black Widow is still alive because if you remember in in the end of Endgame when Hulk was talking to Captain America, he said, you know, I tried. I really tried to bring her back. When I had the stones, I tried to bring her back. What if you did like if he was actually trying to bring her back in that moment when he snapped and he was thinking that like, hey, bring back Natasha and bring back everybody that snapped away five years ago. Snap. He does it. Where is Black Widow right now? She's not on Earth. She's not on Earth. She's in. She's on Vormir. He has no way. No way home. She's she's just trapped there with the Red Skull, I guess. Or (laughs) we don't know what happened to the Red Skull. Maybe he leaves when when someone takes the Soul Stone. We don't know. But I think Black Widow is still on Vormir. She just doesn't have a way back. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's my theory. Um, I, I think I, I definitely don't think she's gone. Um, okay, I agree with I agree with you. Really? Okay. It's just because of at the end of um, Endgame, you see uh, the 2014 version of Gamora takes off on her own. But Quill is still looking for their version of Gamora, right? You can see he looks her up on like this screen thing and it says she can't be found. So he's still looking for her. And then when Thanos gets the soul stone, he goes into the soul world, right? Or the soul dimension. I'm not sure what it's called. And young Gamora is there, right? He sees someone else. He has that, you know, meeting with her, like, you know, she's trapped there or something like that. And that's the whole thing with Adam Warlock, right? He can go in and out of the, the soul, soul world, the soul realm. I'm not, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what soul, it's called. 
Soul Realm. I think it's Soul Realm. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, right? If they introduce him in Guardians 3, that's how maybe they get Gamora back, right? But on top of that, on top of that, you know, then you have that ability to get Natasha. And also, if you saw in the Loki trailer, she's sitting there. She has her back turned and she's sitting on a rock. No, did you not? Did you see that not, or no? It's not her though. Who it's is it? Her. It's uh, Lady Loki. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. No. Yeah. No, it is. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that. What do you mean? <laughs> Who's that? No, it's not Natasha. Uh, yeah. I um no, I, I definitely read into that. It's uh, it looks like Natasha. It does. Like the red I'm hair. I'm gonna Google it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lady uh, Loki. Loki trailer. Uh, Google images right now. Yeah. It. it does it come up? <laughs> I, I believe it's Lady Loki. Like, I don't think it's confirmed, but from the videos that I've watched and the things that I've seen, um, that's not Natasha on Vormir. Uh, that's like another planet, and that's Lady Loki. Uh, it would be crazy if it was Natasha, though. Hold on, I gotta get a better. I, gotta, yeah. I, gotta, I got the picture. I just need a Black Widow <laughs> Loki trailer. Uh. Oh, there like it is. Okay. Lady Loki. Um, like. Oh you, no, that's for sure her, man. Like. You no, on. you can't. You can't make it out to be like. Come on. No, no, I. <laughs> I've come seen it. Now. I've seen it. It does look <laughs> like her. It does, but like. Okay. Uh, like. Yeah. Uh, it's. I really want it to be her. It makes sense for it to be her. It looks like her. Um but oh if that's not her i'm gonna lose my mind it's not I, it's not her it's, <laughs> where did you where did you see that that was lady loki I've i um i i've i watched this youtube channel called new rock stars oh yeah i believe he broke down the trailer and he said that it was it was lady loki um uh, i don't <laughs> i don't think it's confirmed i don't think it's confirmed um yeah i'm looking at the, the picture now like and that was the first thing I thought too. Like I, I'm in the same boat as you. Like I thought it was it was her until um, until he mentioned it on his video that it's not. Um, hmm. But yeah, if I look at it closely, like was Natasha's hair that short and that like? I think her her hair was more straight when she, she died, had right. She had like that ponytail thing. Yeah, like the braided ponytail. It's definitely not her as she was in Endgame. Right. But I still think that's her in her suit with the short hair she was in Avengers or the first one. Right. Um, I, I, I mean, I think she's going to make an appearance. And if she doesn't, I'm going to be very sad. I'm going to be very, very, very sad because I've been, I've been getting super excited. And this is the first time this, you've just broken the news to me that it's probably not her. And I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. There's another photo, uh, another close up photo. I just typed in Lady Loki on, on Google. And there's mm -hmm. another shot. I think it's from the new trailer of Loki sitting beside um, her. Oh yeah. And it. Uh, I. It's. I don't know. Like like the the photo is titled "Is it Black Widow or Lady Loki in the latest Loki trailer?" Better not be. <laughs> Better not. I'll be, be upset, man. Because um, like that's okay, the so, thing. So what's though. your theory then? If 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 that's uh, if that's Loki, like if that's uh, Black Widow, how did she come back? And why is she in Loki? Yeah. Okay. So I, like, on, on the yeah. spot thought. Yeah, yeah, on exactly. the spot on thought. The spot. Yeah. Five to ten seconds of thinking. 
the Loki, as far as I'm, as I, I don't know, I could be totally wrong on this. Um, the Loki that we're going to be watching is 2012 Loki. Yes. Loki from Avengers one. They're yeah. the first Avengers. So that means Natasha is still alive Ooh. in his timeline. So what if, yeah, what if it's just 2012 Natasha, that would explain the hairstyle and the outfit. Why she'd be sitting there like that. I mean, he's got the space stone, right? So he can go wherever he wants. And he, we saw him teleport out of wherever. You know, maybe it's not Maybe it's not even that version of Loki, right? Because the way that that whole thing happened, that timeline. I don't, under, I don't <laughs> understand how it works. I'm not going to yeah. pretend to understand like I know how it works. Yeah. But if it, that, that's the only way that I could see that making sense right now without the show explaining itself. So, um, so like maybe like in the, in the 2012 timeline, Loki has to go to like another planet and he has to bring along Natasha Romanov on, on the mission. And, and then, well, I feel like, okay, like because this Loki trailer is hap or this Loki show is happening in 2012, like, is I guess it, it is right. I think so. Like, well, this, this is the, the timeline. Well, it's definitely not the Loki that died. So it, it has to be. Or did Loki die? I think he died. I think he died too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but now because it is a show that's that's in the past, and um like the only way to tie this storyline into future Marvel movies would be to bring back those characters in a time jump of of like, I don't know, eight years or ten years, twenty twelve the the new or fourteen years. Like if Loki was to return somehow in the MCU, he would have to to be the it would have to be the 2012 Loki that joins the 2024 timeline, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, if if he's dead, I mean, and it's also a different timeline of Loki, so he's still evil. He's still as he was in Avengers, the first Avengers, right? Yeah, he's not learned. His mother hasn't died. You know, he's not. He hasn't gone through what he has with his brother and yeah, that whole redemption. I didn't, I didn't like that Loki either. I just watched Avengers like two days ago too. I did not like that Loki. Yeah, a little too evil. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, sorry I had to break you that news. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's better I find out now than you know when I go and start watching the show and you know she turns around and it's just <laughs> not Scarlett Johansson. Like, hey what happened, man, what happened to her face? Yeah, exactly. They recast her and that's what i'm thinking for you know the rest of the episode and then i gotta wait for someone to put out a video to explain what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah i mean i better i prefer i find out now than you know waiting a couple like a month and a half and just getting excited for nothing <laughs> so i i appreciate that <laughs> yeah okay yeah yep yep hey you gotta look at the positive exactly you're not gonna be as heartbroken then while watching yeah um but you never know. There's the there's the chance. There's the chance. Yeah. It's, it's Natasha. But um, yeah. let's move on to something um, that um, I'm always curious about, and I, I always have this debate with this my with myself. Um, what scene in the MCU is your favorite? This is huh. it's a tough tough question to answer because there's so many great scenes, and like honestly, you don't have to give a number one because it's it's tough to rank them unless you have a number one. Um, but Give it a shot. Man, this is so difficult because I think there are so many great scenes. Um, off the top of my head, I have three. Like, just I, You know what? We probably it. have the same three. 
we might I think have the same I thing. think personally, I think everybody, every Marvel fan would have this scene on their list, probably number one, potentially. Thor and Wakanda. Like, yeah, Thor like that's it, it's so I remember seeing that in the theater and every everybody just going ballistic and including myself and yeah. just, you know, that just how I don't even know, like a, every time I watch it, I, you know, I get goosebumps. It's just super exciting. It's, you know, he shows up. It's so powerful. Um, the I Avengers think that seems, theme music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, screaming, you know, bring me Thanos and then jumping up with the, you know, all the lightning in the background, just the way it looks sick yeah. scene that yeah yeah but I, if i'm not being if i'm not being basic you know something creative uh, yeah yeah i'll try to think of something different um i i really i really like the scene at the end in far from home where he closed where spider uh, where peter closes his eyes um when he's oh, going yeah. after when he's going after back in that hallway and he just closes his eyes and just goes off on all the drones. I think that is such a sick scene. I think that's so good. I think personally, I'm a big fan of the the um, and um, visual effects. No, no, sorry. Oh, oh. I, I'm a big fan of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I love those movies. Um, I think Spider-Man Two is the best superhero movie. Um, personally, okay. Weird take, I know. But I think that scene in Far From Home is the best big screen Spider-Man scene that has been done. I think really, I think it looks so good and the way they do it, like, you know, him jumping off the walls and spinning, using the drones on each other and just the way he moves and the way it looks and, you know, you having a spider sense come back, you know, hasn't been there the whole movie. I think it just looks so good. And then after that, I mean... Obviously, you know, everybody, you know, the Avengers assembling and end game. Yeah. And then I also really love Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think that's a great movie. So that end scene with the funeral always gets me. Yeah. I don't know why. I love that scene. That song is good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cat Stevens. Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I'm curious to see. I, I got a couple. Um, yeah. Thor, Thor arrives in Wakanda was definitely up there. I don't think I have a number one. It's it's tough to mm-hmm. say. Like yeah, like my number one would probably be like the basic portals. Like because yeah, because it portals. is like just you know um as soon as Bucky says or uh, Sam says um uh, um Cap can you hear me and like mm-hmm. on your left yeah um and then like I just remember it mostly because and it's my favorite because of the theater reaction to it and I remember there are like guys behind me. That were like chanting the uh, Ibombe yeah. when uh, when Black yep. Panther was yep. uh, was coming in there and doing like the the war call. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was an amazing scene, and that's the music that's too. the the best part. Uh, that's the best movie scene I've seen in theaters. I think that probably the, goes over Ragnar- yeah. uh, over um Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Wakanda. I forgot yeah. to mention Ragnarok too when he on the bridge and he gets his oh you know, yeah that was that. Sick, so dude. sick but the music so the uh, immigrant yeah. song yeah uh yeah that was a great one um the uh captain america winter soldier uh movie was great the elevator scene and mm-hmm. even outside of the elevator when he jumps out of the elevator through breaking the glass, the glass yeah. through the glass with the shield hitting hitting the floor um and then even when he's on the motorcycle you know uh, escaping the uh, the facility 
and he has to like throw the shield. He jumps onto the plane, you know, um, takes out the engine of the plane and, and yeah. rides off. Like, I think that was an insane scene. Um, another one that maybe isn't, you know, that I think, I think it was pretty popular when it came out. Um, guardians volume two as well. Um, come a little bit closer. Oh yeah. Um, um yep. with Yondu's, uh, um, what, what is it? It's like the arrow, it, it, the, the, arrow the arrow. Yeah. The arrow, the fin, yeah. arrow fin where he's whistling and he's, that scene just looks so good. Yeah. yeah. And, and the song, like you would never think that song would work in like a, a battle scene, but it, but it does it and it's, it's sick. And, uh, yeah, I, I really like that one. Um, there's probably countless amount of other ones that I'm missing. Um, there has to be, um, but I, I think what's yeah. great about the guardians movies, specifically guardians Two, is James Gunn writes some of his scenes and scripts some of the scenes based off the song he knows he wants to use for the scene. Yeah. So that's why like they fit so well, right? He, he films the scene thinking, all right, this is going to be this part of the song. And he, he picks the song before he does the scene. So I think, I think that's, you know, like you said, you wouldn't expect that song to work. But yeah. because the scenes filmed around the song, right? Yeah, I think it, it's so perfect, and that's yeah. definitely a good call. Yeah, that, that song or that that scene. Uh huh. Even um, co- um, come and get your love. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the first Guardians, and even uh, in Endgame when that came back, like the <laughs> the transition, like you you start hearing it uh in uh in Asgard, and then it carries over to uh, what damn what's the plan um. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, we know it. We know it. <laughs> I just can't think of it on the spot. Um, he got the power stone from. Uh, from with an M. Uh, huh? Start with an M. It's not. Uh, why can't I think of this? Like I should know this. Um, Quill Quill stole the power stone from. Rocket said it in Endgame. Quill st- stole the power stone. Morag. Morag, yeah. It does start with an M, okay. Morag, yeah, yeah Morag. I looked uh, it up. I didn't remember it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> yeah, for, for Morag, uh, yeah, that, that was a great scene as well. Yeah. There were so many great scenes in, in Endgame. Um, callback scenes or... Um, oh, Thor uh, or um, Cap wielding Mjolnir. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was, oh, that was so cool. I, yeah. think, I think underrated scenes are any scene with Ultron in it. I think I think Age of Ultron, I don't think from what I've seen in lists, I don't think it gets enough credit. I think James Spader is such a perfect Ultron, the voice. Yeah. And I think like the way he speaks and the way he controls the character with his voice is so good. Yes. And I, I love that character. So I like a lot of the scenes with him in it. Um yeah. the way he interacts with Tony too. I think it's so funny and you know they're like total opposites right um but yeah i don't know lots think, of good scenes do you think he is uh you know st- still alive <laughs> yes. yeah you're yes. on the ultron train oh yeah, so. yes i thought i thought in wandavision we were yeah. potentially going to see um white vision have a little bit of a setback and get uh, like ultron back through there and then have him reintroduced that way because mm-hmm. i mean if you think about it vision was being made by ultron so the body that they have essentially was just what Ultron created. And then exactly you don't have those layers of Tony and, and banner and the stone there anymore. It's just what Ultron created. So I, yeah. I hope he comes back. I, I love that character. Yeah. People were saying that like, it, it has to be Ultron's voice. If we get the white vision, it, it has to be his voice. Um, yeah. Didn't happen, but 
I think there's definitely still the possibility because like he's out there. Like there, there's some like small form of Ultron still out there. And like, I don't know, maybe Marvel is kind of moving past that. And maybe they are trying to just bring in new villains and new characters and stuff like that. They're not looking back on the past. But um, I think maybe in um, Armor Wars with Rhodey, there's a callback to Ultron potentially. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe, maybe in a future Avengers movie, whenever that happens. Yeah, uh, like, we have no idea what that's going to look like right now, right? Exactly. We don't know what the team's going to look like. Uh, Whether or not they're going to do like two separate kinds, like one on Earth and then a group up in space, right? Maybe. I mean, the, I, the, I the don't issue know. is how do you top Thanos, right? That's I, that's their yeah. difficulty, right? I, I think uh, like there's going to have to be... Uh, so, somehow Marvel's going to want to top the battle in Endgame. I think, and I don't know if this is, I think there's a comic about it. I forget the the name of the, the villain who does this, but I think he like brings all the heroes onto one planet and all of the villains onto one planet and they battle. The Secret Wars? Is that, is yeah. that Secret Wars? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's Doctor Doom or if that's, I think Doctor Doom's going to be, um, I think he's going to be the next big villain. I think he's, okay. uh, it is Dr. Doom. Um, is it? Okay. Uh, or. Oh, no, it's. Uh, uh, actually. I don't think it's Dr. Doom. I think it's. Apocalypse. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think, I think Dr. Doom will be the next big Avengers threat. I think yeah. because. Like the issue is they've they need to be careful again here because they've already shown Carol Danvers can overpower Thanos without the stones, you know, the infinity stones they've claimed and they've showed and they've nailed it into, you know, all of our minds. They're the most powerful things in the universe. Right. So now how do you create a villain? That's that much more of a threat when you have Scarlet, Witch, you have, who could have taken on Thanos on her own. Um, you have Carol Danvers who could have taken on Thanos on her own. Yeah. And you have Dr. Strange who took on Thanos when he had four infinity stones. Yeah. So now how do you create that villain? That's going to be that threat when you have three characters like that, that are still around and kicking. So you right? think Dr. Doom is, is like a next level, like above Thanos or like close. I to think Thanos? Galactus is probably, I would say he's like the biggest threat. Right. Um, like the world and he eats worlds, right? He devours worlds and he wants, and same with Dormammu, he wants yeah. to take over, right? He's still a big bad guy, but Dr. The Conqueror, I think yeah. he's, you know, with, if, yep. they, if they continue to go with the multiverse. Yeah. And then one thing, kind of going back into Falcon, but it ties into this Falcon and the Winter Soldier at, in the first episode where, um, Torres introduces the flag smashers. He, uh, um, Sam goes, well, that's a stupid name, right? Torres goes, oh, that's nothing. You should hear some of the names that some of these groups have, right? It's yeah. kind of like referencing there are other stupid named groups out there. So I'm kind of, well, I started thinking, oh, maybe it's, you know, the, um, uh, you know, maybe there's like a Sinister Six going on out there right. or starting up or, um, oh my God. There, there's something remember. other, there's something bad with like, um, I know in WandaVision, um, you know, with like the beehives and stuff. And there's like yeah. an organization, something to do with bees. So maybe that's another bad name for like a villain group. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. 
what I'm trying to remember the name of this. <laughs> what is it? Thunderbirds. <laughs> Masters of Evil. That's what it is. Henrik Z- Henrik Zemo. Um, Zemo is the villain. Okay. He also he also has like Doctor Octopus in there sometimes. He'll, he has Magneto in there sometimes. Okay. Like there's there's totally there's a ton of different versions. And also, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. Uh, Zola Arnim Zola Arnim is also Zola. part of the Masters of Evil. So I think that would be kind of cool if they did something like that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he survives and they go on and they do that. So I don't know. I would really like to see a team up of, of the villains. And we will probably yeah. see a bit of that in, in the new Spider-Man movie in, you know, Sinister Six, Sinister Six coming in. They have three introduced, right? They have sort of. They have the Vulture. They have um, Mysterio. Yep. And they have... Shocker? Shocker's okay. there too. And Scorpion as well was scorpion uh gargan matt gargan right he had a scorpion tattoo and all he right talked, yeah and he talked to uh and on top of that the person who creates the scorpion is um jameson j jonah jameson oh yeah because right. he wants to grab he wants to take out spider-man right and now he's radicalized against spider-man so now maybe he's going to be in on to take out spider-man and then I, I think, think that would be pretty cool. I think Doc Ock is also confirmed to be in in the new Spider-Man uh, as well. Yeah, Alfred Molina. Alfred, Alfred Molina yeah. is is cast in the in the movie. Um, yeah. As oh, as well as um, Jamie Fox as um, Jamie Fox as Electro. Electro. Yeah. Oh, that's I. Oh. It's gonna be a great movie. Christmas yeah. time too. Another Christmas movie. December seventeenth or something. Yeah. Like that, Let's hope it doesn't get pushed back. Oh, I. I yeah, that's that's something I for sure want to see in the theaters. That's yeah. you know, I that's gonna be so good. I I if I want them to really do that well. Last time they had a bunch of villains in all at once for Spider-Man. Well, actually they did it twice. They tried to do three villains in the amazing Spider-Man with Goblin, Rhino. Oh yeah. Electro. Oh, but Rhino only came in at the end, right? Yeah. Well, he was in there at the beginning, technically the character, right? And then he oh, came yeah, in at the right. end. I see. And, that was with, that was the second one. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man two. Okay. Yeah, and then in Spider-Man three, they tried to, you know, get too many villains in. The, they had Harry as the Goblin. They had Venom. They had Sandman. Right. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm well, looking forward it to works it. Out. And we might even get multiple Spider-Mans too in this one. Tobey Maguire. Swear to God, I don't yeah. understand the hate for him. Bring him back. Yeah, oh. I don't understand the hate for him either. I, it's mostly the Garfield hate. I, I see yeah. more. Nobody likes Garfield, but you want to talk? I don't mind any of them. You want to talk to somebody about uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? You got to talk to Patrick Talon. Patrick Talon. Okay. Oh, he'll go on for three hours about him. Okay, with, I might have to get him taking, on <laughs> without yeah. taking a breath. That's yeah. unbelievable. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That movie's gonna be insane. It's gonna be like the end game for Spider-Man movies, I, I think. And mm-hmm. who knows where the future goes for Peter Parker after that? But I think you know this is gonna be a, an insane movie um anything else you want to talk about marvel related i know you know you probably got a lot more you can say <laughs> oh, I, I could say so much yeah. but you know we'd be here forever so yeah I, I think that 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 wraps up every thought that i've had for the topics we've we've discussed so that's far. amazing okay yeah. well it's been a great show uh so i want to thank you matt for for coming on it's been a blast um make sure to check matt out on on instagram you got a new um like live stream going or um toronto maple leafs related 
Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a uh, live show uh, weekly. We don't have a set day, but we try to do one or two a week uh, with Nigel Gebekshin. We got back into that. Oh, there goes my mic. That that cut out completely. I didn't hear any yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's all good. That's pretty much it. Wait, but... no, it all cut out. Like, I didn't, I didn't catch any of what you said there with the with the leaf stuff. <laughs> oh, really? It had cut out from them. Yeah, it cut oh, out. Oh my all god. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just of course, right at the end. So no, we're just we're just doing a show about hockey. We'll talk about everything. So that's on Twitch. If you want to check it out, go for it. Check us out on Twitter, but yeah. Here, I'll, I'll put the description. Um, I'll put the link in the description there. Uh, follow Matt on Instagram and and Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I'll be back next week. Um, Leafs trade deadline coming up. I'm probably going to do an episode on that if they make a big move. You know, Taylor Hall. Maybe we'll see what happens there. I know Matt's got a lot to say about that, but maybe check out his live stream. Um, you guys going to be doing some stuff on the deadline, probably. Yeah, I think we have a show. We got another live stream coming out on uh, Monday. We're going to do it after the trade deadline, analyze right. everything, and see how that goes. Hopefully, no Taylor Hall, but you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe we don't need him. Let's get someone though. Let's make a move. All right, yeah. that'll that'll do it for the show. Thank you guys very much for watching. Follow at Unlimited Pod on Instagram as well. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, and we will see you guys later. Take care and peace.